wakey wakey eggs and bakey from a jack to a king from loneliness to a wedding ring i played an ace and i won a queen and walked away with your heart from a jack to a king with no regret i stacked the cards last night and lady luck played her hand just right to make me king of your heart for just a Jack to a king From loneliness to a wedding ring I played an ace and I won a queen You made me king of your heart Jack to a king From loneliness to a wedding ring I played an ace and I won a queen You made me king of your heart
was just one of those things Just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things If we thought of it about the end of it When we started painting the town We'd have been aware that our love affair was too hot not to cool down. So goodbye, dear darling. Here's hoping we'll meet now and then. It was great fun. But it was just one of those things It was just, just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings just one of those things If we thought of it About the end of it When we started painting that town We'd have been aware That our love affair Was too hot Not to cool down so goodbye, goodbye, bye-bye, goodbye, baby and amen. Here's hoping we'll meet now and then. It was great fun, but it was just one of those things. listeners to my first show of 2024 i'm coming at you live from my morning replay slot which is probably why i have my morning voice <laughs> this is the voice that if i answer the phone 
Uh, people are like, hello, sir. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that it's 2024. I think that it has been already a very busy year. And uh, I hope that each of you who are probably driving your kids to school right now find some relief in the pain, of course. I'm sure it's just heartbreaking to have to put the kids back in school. Let's see. You know, I started off a new year with some old stuff, but that's only because, to be honest, not a lot has changed. I still want to keep on playing new Canadian, new and Canadian music, but also songs that you should have heard by now. So we just heard, you guessed it, Frank Sinatra. Before that, The Kinks with Got Love If You Want It, and Ned Miller before that with From a Jack to a King. I just wanted to kind of sneak in here and just say good morning. I will have a new intro, probably on Monday. I'll make a new intro for Monday. That sounds fun. Coming up on today's show, I've got some good stuff. I've got some new, some nearly nonfiction podcast shorts to share with you. We also, we're going to hear some really great music that came out last year. As this year, we're only, what, one, two, three days in. So, we'll give people some time. I Can't Stop Listening to Aesop Rock, uh, his new album, Integrated Tech Solutions. But unfortunately, I can only play, like, three of his songs. Because the other ones are explicit, even though I kind of don't find his expletives that jarring. But, if you like what you hear... Uh, when I start playing that, please check it out. I can't, can't get enough of it. Again, that's Aesop Rock. This is new Andre 3000 uh, off of his album called New Blue Sun. And it's this <laughs> beautiful, experimental, jazzy sort of, you know, ambient album that he made. This song's got a great title. Uh, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. <laughs> Hats off to you, Andre. All right, well, listen, I'm going to let this keep on playing. I'll come back in a little bit. I wanted to thank the sponsor of my show, Nature's Pantry. Thank you so much for sponsoring my show last year and continuing into this year. It really means a lot, and uh, I really love going in there. Okay, let's get back to it. This is Andre 3000.
Integrated Tech Solutions, building a bridge to a better tomorrow. Resources, networking, applications, solutions. ITS is a system of lifestyle and industry applications designed to curate a desired multi-experience. Using a unique hybrid of machine learning and on-site scrum sessions, our specialists have redefined tech-centric problem-solving. Disrupt, innovate, refine, advanced systems. ITS, offering streamlined implementation of attainable solutions. ITS is not responsible for any instances of bodily injury or economic downturn that may occur while using ITS patented technologies. All ITS patents are understood as living patents and may not perform as originally intended. Applicants are expected to live within the ITS housing and nutrient grid. ITS sound bath is understood to still be in beta form. ITS is not a cult. I was thinking about Van Gogh recently. I was never really a huge fan of his paintings, but I wouldn't say I actively disliked them either. It's just never been my thing. I found myself thinking about a specific Van Gogh painting which I've since learned is called Landscape with Snow. I looked it up to see if it still looked as I remembered, and it pretty much did. But this time, I decided I liked it. I can't explain why. This all led me to Van Gogh's Wikipedia page. I wanted to find out if history considered him primarily a landscape, portrait, or still life painter. He did them all. I browsed the page and didn't really find my answer, but I did come across the following sentence. Van Gogh was unsuccessful during his lifetime and was considered a madman and a failure. Damn. I mean, I kind of knew that much about him. Wildlife, wasn't famous until after he died, etc. But even considering all that, I kept going back to that sentence. Van Gogh started painting at 27 and only worked for about nine years before committing suicide. And while that's not that long, he did make around 900 paintings and a thousand drawings. I guess I say all that to say this. As a guy who recently decided he somewhat likes a single painting by Vincent Van Gogh for reasons I can't quite describe, it does make me sad to see a man with mental health issues and a passion for art summed up as an unsuccessful madman failure. Even if he was, in fact, financially unsuccessful and kind of a madman. A failure? I don't know. I kind of like that landscape with snow, and I'm glad he painted it. Understand what I'm saying? Solid gold. Runaways unraveled through the ages to an uptick in unexplained cattle mutilations. A pack light prowling past Xanadu surveillance with a can of paint and cattle bringer daddy home cicadas. The mayor of that away, I peel off with the gas nozzle. Steering with my knees, bedazzling the at loud, I whip my hands. Brick on the pedal, kick in the pants. Park the Plymouth in your kitchen with a list of demands. By the time they run the van, I've been a blip on the land. If I'm lucky, I can run all I forget who I am. I'm the running man of Ghost Street, never known cold feet. Age six, learn to take a piss, running full speed. Outran, answering the others. A lot of cancerous among us, stand hands on buzzers. Hucksters, that's why I wear the corn through the woodlands. A call to the fan, Brooklyn. I always be looking
bitches every other day. It ain't that other other name. Money, I'ma run away. Runaways at home in every armpit since a moment after hell report a stolen helm of darkness. No any of them yet yelling hello from the heart sick. Only vendors from the belly selling necklaces of garlic. I ain't neck and neck with nothing, son. I'm not the neck and neck type. I don't even know what roses smell like. Left, right. I don't even slow the wave, let alone stay tuned, let alone entertain grace in your escape room. Pack a lunch, all the goddess rubber worms and stuff that doesn't cut it for the tentacles of Mother Earth. Barefoot running with the butterflies and hummingbirds. First to gut a filly in the cover shot of runner's world. I don't catch up at the peach pit. I'm at peace when the animated wheel of feet spin still. Notice where the wolf's in out the bullpen of toss and the couch cushions. I always be looking out, 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 out.
the dot, the dot connector, the dot connector, the spot corrector. I say I love you, you say whatever. Nourished by time, we just heard the song, Daddy, off of the album, Erotic Probiotic 2. Before that, we heard three from Aesop Rock's latest. We heard Solid Gold, On Failure, and The ITS Way. I don't know if any of you, but this kind of uh, fake radio, fake promo, uh, and then really catchy song style of this album, uh, of that Aesop Rock album, I guess because I listened to it in its entirety uh, yesterday, but really gives me uh, weekend vibes. And as we know, I freaking love The weekend. <laughs> and then I mentioned it before, but before that, the longer instrumental piece that we heard was Andre 3000 off of his brand new album, New Blue Sun. Shout out to... Roger Ritzma, host of Face for Radio, for introducing me to that song and that album. In case you're someone who likes to listen to this station and you maybe only get text messages from me to listen to mine, I suggest checking it out anytime. Even our loop, like our various music loops, are good. Just ask my Aunt Lily. But you can listen a couple ways. You can obviously listen by tuning in 93.9 FM if you're in Smithers. If you're not in Smithers, you can listen online, live. You can listen live at smithersradio.com. Or you can also seek out CICK Smithers Community Radio on the TuneIn app, where we also show up. And I know that that's how some people tune in. A Mary J. Blige tune. That's my John Peel impression. It's kind of the only one I do. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how you feel. I feel good about this year. I did start with a polar dip at Seymour Lake on Monday, I guess that was. Yeah, Monday. Did the driftwood thing the night before. Nice way to celebrate. One second. <coughs> oh, my gosh. 
You know, this happens more often than not that when I'm in here and I'm speaking is when I'm sneezing. Anyway, healthy, happy 2024, here I come. New my New Year's resolutions are all the same, you know, all the same good ones about things that you're going to stop doing. But I'm a little more interested in what people want to start doing. So if you have a resolution that you've created for yourself, uh, let me know. Do you know that also you can text this radio station? Uh, I believe it's our regular phone number to call in, 250-847-8769. Glenn will correct me if that's not right, if he's listening. Um, but you can message us on WhatsApp and talk to us directly here at the station, which is kind of groovy. Oh, my hand said, bless you. <laughs> Thanks, Aunt Lily. <laughs> Like I'm sneezing in her face in real time. Hey, this is Elcon that we're listening to behind me. Love Elcon. She's from, well, she's not from Smithers. She's from Quick originally, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, now she's in Guelph or Toronto. And, um, but yeah, love Elcon. This album came out last year, The Isolator, and it's so good. Anyway. Let's get to a little more music. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Happy New Year, obviously. And you're listening to CSEK 93.9 FM, Smithers Community Radio, on the Cassia territory of the Gittendem clan, home of the Wet'suwet'en Nation. My name is Pam. The show is I Digress. And uh, I'm gonna actually let this great El Elcon song, Hematort, I'm gonna let this song finish. And then we're going to get to some more of the music that I planned for you today. So enjoy. If you do want to call in, same number, 250-847-8769. Or maybe you just want to leave us a message. You can use our Speaker's Corner phone booth, which currently sits comfortably outside of the train car, which is our live recording studio. And hey, if maybe one of your New Year's resolutions was to be more community-focused and speak into the void... Well, heck, that's what we're all about. Think about volunteering for CICK Smithers Community Radio. All hosts are volunteers. We do it out of uh, community service, but we also do it because we love it. And we want to share the music and podcasts and things that excite us. So if you've ever considered having a radio show, consider it. Once again, just go to smithersradio.com and uh, click on contact. Oscar and Isla at our house listening. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Isla. All right, let's get to it, baby cakes. I hope you like my playlist.
And now, a look back at Bulkley Valley's unknown history. In this special, we travel to the expansive, verdant fields of the Bulkley Valley, a northern community divided by one river and years of greed. It was rocked by an economic overthrow and would never be the same again. Sit back and enjoy the story of the Great Aldermere Milk Flood of 1918. Funding for this program was made possible by arts councils like you. This program originally aired on November 18th, 2005 on Kalamazoo, Michigan's public access station, KLMZ. A presentation of the public access station, KLMZ. Kalamazoo, we're wild out here. The Bulkley Valley has historically been known for its history, though his story is not always as it seems. Deep in the annals of our oral record, there is one forgotten event which stands out like a cream-colored streak on the black tapestry of memory, the Great Aldermere Milk Flood of 1918. 
Let us step back through the curtain of time and wander through a world of wonder when our forefathers floundered for a foothold in this hostile environment, when milk was not just a delicious beverage, but was in fact the only commodity, not just the builder of community, but the destroyer of worlds. Let's start most of the way through the story at the beginning, a time of dairy innocence. A picture of 1918 Bulkley Valley would reveal very little of the noble cultures that inhabited it for time immemorial. Instead, the bustle of dairy culture dominated the countryside. The spread of bovine milk vessels had been incessant once the CN rail line had been completed in 1914, and its inertia seemed to be unstoppable. Then World War I broke out in Europe. In an effort to contribute, residents of the north resorted to burning and clearing their countryside, making way for pasture land to accommodate the great numbers of cattle that seemed to step in an unbroken stream from livestock trains reaching 8 kilometers in length. By 1916, the valley had been completely transformed and from above it would have resembled the African Serengeti. Great herds of dairy cows of every kind clustered in motley patterns across the landscape, there were Belgian Reds, Holsteins and Jerseys, Alderneys and Ackhams and German Blacks, Gersneys and Irishires and Brown Swiss. Would-be farmers with little means could not even acquire cattle in such a competitive market and had to resort to milking their dogs. One anecdote even had a poverty-stricken man milking his chickens just for a little dribble to put in his Americano. The times were truly booming or busting depending on which side of the coin you found yourself. In a recently uncovered wax tube recording, founding father Jebediah Tatlow was heard recounting the slang vernacular created around the great milk boom. Well, a man with no cream in his possession, he's known to have a dry teat. But a man with a bathtub of milk, well now, that man's got boobs on his back. And if a fella gets a little too excited, well, he's liable to cream his jeans. As the local economy developed, it became evident that paper money was losing its value, overshadowed by the growing wealth represented by what was being referred to as white gold. By 1917, several gambling establishments had been erected bearing signs saying, milk is the only currency, and bring us your hot, sweet, creamy cheese. Special storage vessels were devised that could dispense teat nectar in minute increments, allowing for poker game pots to reach untold values of milk, all collected in the boob, as it was known, a mummified cow otter positioned in the center of the gaming table. Participants were encouraged to bet in squirts. Ten squirts were known as a spray, and ten sprays were affectionately called a money shot. The highest poker pot ever recorded involved six dairy barons squirting and spraying up to 200 money shots into a boob. Fortunes were made and lost with the flick of a wrist. Aldermere was the epicenter of this unprecedented growth. Situated near the site of present-day Telqua, above the confluence with the Bulkley River, it was the perfect staging grounds for a dairy distribution. Milk prospectors had secured their dairy claims early in the town site's history and special wooden tanks were constructed to contain the immense volumes of milk and cream that arrived constantly from surrounding farms, regardless of the time, day or night. As one cheesy tycoon put it, the milk must flow. From its vantage upon a large hill, hundreds of cream sluices wound their way towards even larger storage troughs situated strategically within the range of tanker train cars 
ready to take their valuable commodity from the Bulkley Valley and out into the wide world with its increasingly insatiable appetite for BV bovine baby juice. Some people claimed that the unique chemistry synthesized in a northern cow's teat could produce tonics that would cure all ailments, including dandruff, rickets, gigantism, indigestion, female hysteria, phantom limb syndrome, and hangnails, just to name a few. Technologies grew around the demand for milk, and it truly became a boom time for innovation to flourish. The year was 1918, and as the Great War entered its final stages, Aldermere could not have been better positioned to meet the hunger of peak cream. Weapons were being developed that could propel milk at staggering speeds with enough velocity to penetrate plate steel and cleave tanks in half. Hand grenades containing new cheese polymers left devastation in the pockmarked wastes of no man's land. Body armors woven of pure whey could resist the horrors of war while simultaneously providing a nourishing snack in the trenches. Even the machinery was fueled with milk, and tankers brimmed with the necessary resources to feed the front with the energy required to liberate Europe. The world had been completely overhauled in a matter of years, and it was largely the result of the dairy industry in the Bulkley Valley, and then disaster struck. Again, an excerpt from Jebediah Tatlow's memoir. And I says to him, I says, No Malco's gonna tell me where the lookout is. And he says to me, Jeb, it's my hill and I'll... Uh, what was that? Can you hear that rumbling? Dang it, I just creamed my jeans. Though the catalyst is unclear, the cataclysm was catastrophic and catalyzed the collapse of the complete community. Indeed, many of the possible causes were washed away in the subsequent flooding of sweet lathered milk foam and curd. What is known is that at 2.30 a.m. on November 6, 1918, beneath the waxing crescent of the Dairy Moon, the largest of the Aldermere milk holding tanks, some 120,000 gigagallons of liquid white gold breached its brim, initiating an unstoppable chain reaction to the other tanks. The friction created by the movement of such creamy volumes, coupled with its unique chemistry, ignited an explosion so large that it would come to be known as the Great Aldershmere. Its record lies as a geological imprint as permanent as the tattoo on my lower back that says Jebediah forever. As the milk spilled, it dug deeply into the mineral soils of the valley, carving rivulets of destruction not seen since the last glacial epoch. Banks of the Bulkley bloated and boiled, the low flows of late fall surging back to white-hot life, bringing with it the empire of Aldermere, complete with houses, churches, and gambling establishments, not to mention the millions of cattle that had so ironically squirted the flood of their own demise. It was unstoppable. And as the days passed and the water levels finally found some stasis, all that remained of the once great town was the memory of its milky opulence and the cautionary tale of the Icarus of the North, the downfall of a dairy dynasty that dared to fly too close to the sun. Even now in the deep night of November's dairy moon, the trauma of the past is still tangible. And if you listen very hard, you can still hear the screams of the dead whispering their ghostly refrain. The Kurds. Oh God, no. The Kurds. The Kurds. You know, it wasn't so bad except for all those turds. This episode was written and narrated by Ichabod Delarue with additional vocal performance by Greg Young. 
It was edited and produced by Hassanpod, and royalty-free music was provided by freemusicarchive.com, as well as archival Civil War-era music found on archive.org. Find more like this wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Nearly Nonfiction. This show was made possible by the Bulkley Valley Community Arts Council and is a work of fiction.
Welcome back. Doing my morning show it brings me back to when I used to host a show in London, Ontario. When my regular time slot was 7 till 9 a.m. on Fridays. It didn't matter. I think I hosted four different shows in that time slot, but it was always 7 till 9 a.m. Friday mornings. And I love doing a morning show because I'd kind of rather come in here in the dark and watch the day start than come in here during the day and watch the day end but that's just me not much of a I guess I am kind of a sundowner to be honest so we just heard new by Yeji we heard for granted big thief before that vampire empire off of the album vampire empire three drums by fortet and then last year's End of the year, darkest day of the year release, nearly nonfiction. We heard the episode, The Great Aldermere Milk Flood. Before that, we heard shout out to Ichabod De La Rue. Shout out to Greg Young. Before that, we heard Caroline Polachek, Sunset off of Desire, I Want to Turn Into You. LeFou by BB Club. That was the French one for my Aunt Lily. And then we heard... Super Shy by New Jeans. Uh, it's funny. Super Shy reminds me of Super Fly, which is the song that the first song that Naomi Kavka sang at the New Year's Eve party at uh, Glenwood Hall that I just attended this weekend. And I just turned to my I just turned to my husband. And I said, "Who who starts with this? The audacity." to sing Superfly and totally get away with it. It was so good. I loved that band. Uh, shout out to Jake Jenny, because I know that he was instrumental in putting the band together. And it was Jake on drums, Ian Olmsted on bass. Ian Olmsted also sang. I think he started that set off with Superstition. Clint on guitar. There's two guitar players. Clint on guitar. Naomi singing... She was also playing playing the heck out of a cowbell at one point as well. Zach, also on guitar. And Craig 
on, I think, trumpet and trombone. But, uh, what a band. Anyway, um, you are listening to 93.9 FM, CICK Smithers Community Radio. My show is called I Digress, and I am Pammer. I'll be back for my regular scheduled show on Monday, but I just thought that I would pop in because I didn't do a New Year's Day show, even though my... I do love doing holiday holiday day shows. Um, but I was like in my red tracksuit eating leftover artichoke, artichoke dip <laughs> that my friend Tara made. Um, and just chilling with my husband. And uh, to be honest, it kind of felt like that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So as I told my loyal listeners, I started the year off by letting myself off the hook. Forgive me. Sue me, please. Anyway, um, we're going to get to some more new. I don't believe I have any new events to uh, to give a shout out to right now. But if you're a local organization or person that's putting on an event and you want a live host to mention it on air, just drop a poster off to us. Bring it in a bag or something so that we can you can just leave it on the door uh, outside of the train here. But... Yeah, bring a poster by. You can also use our events hotline. You can find out how to use that on smithersradio.com. Or, of course, you can also email us, info at smithersradio.com. Because I think that there's... I was listening to Canada Land yesterday, and I think that there's a darn good chance that we're not getting Facebook or Instagram back as a new as a news organization in Canada. So we'll have to go back the old-fashioned way. You'll have to tune in to your local radio station and to be honest, I think that that's a great goal for each of us in 2024. Is catch more radio airwaves. This is just more Andre 3000 that we're listening to. This whole album totally reminds me of the show The Curse. This is what a lot of the music in The Curse sounds like. And um, yeah, let's see. Any movie suggestions I have? Yes, The Holdovers. Watch that if you haven't already. And How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Those are my movie suggestions for you. Anyway, uh, I'd like to say hi to my mom, my Aunt Lily, Mandy, Stephen, Oscar and Isla, obviously. Oh, and uh, what's that cat's name? Dexter. Yeah. Hi, Dexter. Who's a good boy? Hi, Dexter. He probably ran out of the room when he heard his name. Anyway, still listening, still tuned in, still live. Still living. We're going to hear some uh, lemon twigs that came out last year. We're going to hear some of that. We're going to hear blonde redhead coming up. Little swamp dog. Just thought I'd throw a little, throw a little a wrench in the plans there. We're going to hear that. Tori Moy, which uh, I didn't know that he made a new album. So that was exciting. And that's all coming up on today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's, uh, let's get back to some of this lovely Andre 3000.
what sins have I been guilty of? Tell me how I came to lose your love. Please answer me, my love. You were mine yesterday. I believe that love was here to stay. Won't you tell me where I've gone astray? Please answer me, my love. If you're happier without me, I'll try not to care. But if you still think about me, please listen to my prayer. are tuned to the Food for Thought channel. Ooh. What's up, guys? It's Sloppy Joe here, and today I'm taking you on a tour to the north. <laughs> well, maybe not that far north. Today, we're continuing our quest for the best donut in BC. Time to make the donuts. Vancouver's Donut Go In There and Kamloops Gluten-Free Shop Cornholios are sitting pretty dang near the tippy top of our list. But can we find one in Little Switzerland, or better known as Smithers? Smithers? We've asked tourism intern Pan Handsome to guide us today on Waiting for Dogard. Our first stop is none other than Paul's Bakery. Hi there. Can I get a cronut? What's your best donut? Um, the most popular, probably the cronuts and the apple fritters. Okay. Yeah. I'll you. After Paul's, we asked Pan what she thinks makes the best donut. The weirdest thing happened. Her voice got deeper and her pupils nearly took over her entire eyeball. Here's what Pan had to say about busting that nut dilemma. The donut dilemma, that is. Look through the hole of the donut. What's inside? Is nothing the opposite of everything? Or is nothing the essence of possibility? 
crying out into the void, I seek out both parts of the whole. The first quest is for the sugary event horizon. It's the surface, or rather the corn syrup or maple glaze that holds on tighter than an insecure lover. There is no escape. They ask me, do you know what you want? What am I looking for? Catching my eye in my rearview mirror, I do not recognize this gaze, searching for some humanness, a part of me that knows anything and, well, still nothing to be exact. Then, at the center of this unanswerable, is the singularity. The snake's head is eating its tail. The tail is made up of a horrendous combination of Oreos and a fondant face, its smile a painted ruin, the dark eyes pulling me in, its gravity is just too strong for me or anything else to escape. The realization that my life has been infinitesimally small, yet this quest contains the depth and density of leavened dough that strikes me down in fear. The sugar crash comes hard on me. The sweet relief of slumber envelops me in the warm embrace of this earthly place. I am home. My best donut cannot be named. Catch us next week when we travel to Vanderhoof. This day-old treat was brought to you by the Buckley Valley Community Arts Council. It was voiced and produced by Pam Hassan with a dash of Michael Scott. Time to make the donuts!
This is CICK News. The bustling backwater of Smithers is buzzing with the recent announcement of an exciting new development, another pipeline. But not just any pipeline, this one will carry the zest of life, water. Here is an excerpt from a speech given to town council in the fall of 2023 by CEO, owner and outgoing package labeler of the company behind the proposal, Canadian Freedom Initiative, Gary Shetner. My friends, this is a momentous day for freedom and for water and for Canada and for Smithers. We're sitting on the most valuable resource on the planet. It's organic, non-GMO, gluten-free and everybody wants it. Friends, this is our time, this is our place. Together, let us usher in a brave new future that we, nay, that our children deserve. Bold claims indeed, but our intrepid investigators at CICK wanted to ask the difficult questions that the people of Smithers demand. So we flew lead reporter Ichabod Delarue down to Los Angeles for a talk with Mr. Shetner at the headquarters of the Canadian Freedom Initiative. First off, thanks for seeing me, Mr. Shetner. I'm sure you have a very busy schedule. Please, please, Issachar, call me Gary. Uh, Ichabod, actually. Can you give me a brief outline of the project? What is it, and what does it mean to you? Well, Isaac, back in 2016, I was on a fishing trip in our beautiful, bulky valley. And as you know, we have some of the best fishing in the world, and also some of the freshest water. I was just struck by the possibilities. What if? What if? Uh, just to be clear, are you from Smithers? Well, in fact, I'm a resident of Los Angeles, but I do identify as a Canadian who calls Smithers home, so in some ways it's even better. Uh, have you ever lived in Smithers? I've been alive in Smithers, so I suppose I have lived in Smithers. Alright, uh, uh, moving on. This pipeline proposal, where did you get the idea for it? Well, in 2015, I was watching a rerun of Sex in the City. It was the one where Carrie goes on a pilgrimage to the El Camino in Spain, remember? Her baggage was lost at the airport in Brussels, and she was forced to wear a paisley romper through the episode, which clashed horribly with the carnations that adorned her wide-brimmed floppy hat. Towards the end of the episode, there's a scene where she meets an older gentleman who offers her a glass of fine wine, which she declines, and opts instead for a drink of water. That's when it hit me. This world needs a water pipeline running from northern British Columbia, filling water tankers, and distributing them across the globe. Yes, well, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a Mexican sombrero, but uh, nevertheless, what does this project look like? Picture this. A morning breaks over Moor Ice Lake, headwaters of the bulky river. An eagle lifts off with a, with a giant sturgeon in its beak, sun glistening on its graceful form, and below... Mother Deer watches two grizzly bears play in the shadow of a beautiful pipeline, suspended over the river like a sparkling gem. Sorry, did you say suspended? Yes, our, our engineers have designed a new style of pipe, which will be hung from towers above the river. This avoids the problems that arise from seasonal ice damming or flooding. Here at the Canadian Freedom Initiative, we pride ourselves on the preservation of threatened ecosystems. Our studies have found that the risk posed from hanging piper much lower than any type of development. Where was I? Um, oh yeah, it was like a, like a sparkly gem, and wild salmon swim curiously around the inlet wondering, what are these clever little humans up to? While downstream, communities celebrate this brave new world where we finally capitalize on our most valuable commodity and share with the world the delicious life support and water that we all take for granted. Yes, it is a beautiful picture that you paint, Mr. Sh I mean, Gary. What is the terminus? How far are you needing to pipe this water? 
Well, all the way to Prince Rupert. It's the closest port to China from North America, not to mention being a mere 458 kilometers downhill from Morice Lake. There'll be no need for pumping or transfer stations, just a straight shot of that sweet, bulky valley water from mountain to sea, straight to Shanghai. And how's your proposal been received? Well, to be honest, we've been a little hush-hush about it. Uh, we didn't want to be grouped in with the other pipeline projects in the north, as many of their issues just don't apply to ours. Imagine a spill of morass water into the bulky river of the Skeena. It's already happening daily. If anything, our project will enhance the landscape, providing shelter for animals and nesting sites for birds, not to mention the aesthetics of civilization that we all crave so much on our savage landscapes. The Canadian Freedom Initiative is dedicated to bringing this visionary dream a reality. The benefit to our local economy will be immense, even bigger than how Hope BC has boomed from Nestle's investment. I mean, we're talking about tens, upon tens of modest paying jobs for the months it will take to hang the pipe. Not to mention at least five permanent positions that will persist after construction. Uh, what are those jobs? Well, those will primarily be scraping fish from the pipe inlet at the lake, but the royalties, literally. Thousands of dollars first funneled through Ottawa and spread across our beautiful country. Well, thanks for your time, Gary. I'm sure our listeners are going to share in your infectious excitement. Is there a place where they could send comments or, or feedback to your proposal? Well, technically, we're a little beyond the proposal stage, and it has, in fact, been approved already. Uh, we're still looking to fill some of the permanent positions at the inlet at the lake. So if you could post our address to your website, it would be most appreciated. Canadian Freedom Initiative. 2131 Mulholland Drive, Los Angeles, California, USA, 90043. This episode of Nearly Nonfiction was created by Ichabod Delarue with voice work by Greg Young. Edited by Hassan Pod and funded by the BV Community Arts Council. If you don't already, follow Nearly Nonfiction to get new episodes as they drop.
I didn't tell anyone I was coming home And I stayed for three months Spent the summer in South Carolina Doing what I want Clouds as tall as mountains It was humid as can be Carolina sun was burning up everything Carolina sun was burning up everything Everything. That's super pretty new music from Toro y Moi. Before that, we heard Bulky Valley H2O Pipeline performed absolutely perfectly by Greg Young as Gary Shetner. Uh, shout out to Ichabod de la Rue for the hosting. And that's nearly nonfiction if you want to listen to more of that. Before that, we heard Blonde Redhead, Snowman. We heard Pet Rock by Lorraine. Corner My Eye by Lemon Twigs in Search of the Best Donut by Nearly Nonfiction. Swamp Dog with Answer Me My Love. The Silver Quintet with Sinner's Crossroads. And Andre 3000 before that since I last spoke. I just wanted to say thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in and for listening to today's show. This was my first one of 2024, and to be honest, it feels a lot like, I don't know, my fourth last one from 2023. But uh, I'll be back on Monday on my regular time slot when I do my show live again. So, yeah, thanks for the messages, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hi to all my family, and we're going to hear one last song by Tori Moy. We're going to hear Said Goodbye to Rock and Roll off of his new album, Sand Hills. This has been I Digress with Pammer. Say goodbye to rock and roll Baby said it made me cold But instead I tell myself That it's all just for my health But instead I tell myself That it's all just for my health It's been a decade on the road With a suitcase for a home Better rest up for the show, so say goodbye to rock and roll. Better rest up for the show, so say goodbye to rock and roll. A show called Life, that is. 